Good morning. The Lord's blessing upon you this day. Uh, our readings and our themes, sermons, and focus today is narrowing in on the idea of the talents and abilities, both first and third article gifts that God has given you. Uh, and I'd like for you today, uh, as we do service together and as we go through our sermon time and our readings, for you to consider what are the first and third article gifts that God has given me and how can I use them to further his kingdom? Let's begin our time together with a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for your many blessings. You give us forgiveness and life, salvation, everything we need to support this life, house, home, food, and drink. You supply us with so many things, and then you rain down upon us additional blessings, blessings of talents and abilities, things that we can be proud of, the gifts you've given, not proud of ourselves. We are so thankful in the many ways you bless us with all sorts of manifestations of your grace. Lord, we ask this day that as we sing, pray praise and give thanks, as we worship in your presence, you would use these gifts to beautify your house and your world. Let us be salt and light in your world. Fill us up today with good things, with your word preached, your scriptures read, your sacrament offered, and the prayers prayed to you. Lord, bless us this day and fill us and feed us, that we might be your people in your world, sharing the good news of Jesus Christ with our neighbors and our friends. We pray all this in Christ's name. His will be done in our lives daily. Amen. Our first lesson is taken from Exodus chapter 38. Uh, it may seem somewhat specious to what we're doing today, but what I want you to see is that there are special people in the Old Testament book of Exodus who are appointed to the task of creating beautiful things for the work of the tabernacle. Exodus chapter 38, verses 21 through 23. These are the records of the tabernacle, the tabernacle of the testimony, as they were recorded at the commandment of Moses, the responsibility of the Levites under the direction of Ethamar, the son of Aaron the priest. Bezalel, the son of Uri, son of Hur of the tribe of Judah, made all that the Lord commanded Moses. And with him was Oliab, the son of Abishmak of the tribe of Dan, an engraver and a designer, an embroiderer in blue and purple and scarlet yarns and fine twined linen. This is the word of the Lord. Our epistle lesson is taken from 1 Corinthians chapter 12. For just as the body is one and has many members, and all the members of the body, though many, are one body, so it is with Christ. For one spirit we were all baptized into one body, Jews or Greeks, slaves or free, and all were made to drink of one spirit. For the body does not consist of one member but of many. If the foot should say, because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less part of the body. And if the ear should say, because I am not an eye, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less a part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, would there, where would be the sense of hearing? If the whole body were an ear, where would be the sense of smell? But as it is, God arranged the members in the body, each one of them as he chose. If all were a single member, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts, yet one body. 
The eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need of you, nor again the head to the feet, I have no need of you. On the contrary, the parts of the body that seem to be weaker are indispensable, and on those parts of the body that we think are less honorable, we bestow the greater honor, and on the unpresentable parts are treated with greater modesty, which are more, which are which our more presentable parts do not require. But God has so composed the body, giving the greater honor to the part that lacked it, that there may be no division in the body, but that the members may have the same care for one another. If one member suffers, all suffer together. If one member is honored, all rejoice together. Now you are the body of Christ and individually members of it. And God has appointed in the church first apostles, second prophets, third teachers, then miracles, then gifts of healing, helping, administrating, and various kinds of tongues. Are all apostles? Are all prophets? Are all teachers? Do all work miracles? Do all possess gifts of healing? Do all speak with tongues? Do all interpret? But earnestly desire the greater gifts. And I will show you still a more excellent way. This is the word of the Lord. <clears throat> The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 25th chapter. I might have you note on this uh, parable that Jesus tells, I don't think the parable is really talking about money. I think the parable is talking about the fact that this third man has a gift that God has given him, and he chooses not to use it. And because of that fact, the Lord is not, the master of the house is not happy with him. Verse 14 and following. Jesus said, For it will be like a man going on a journey, who called his servants and entrusted to them his property. To one he gave five talents, to another two, to another one, to each according to his ability. Then he went away. He who had received the five talents went at once and traded with them, and he made five talents more. So also he who had the two talents made two talents more, but he who had received the one talent went and dug in the ground and hid his master's money. Now after a long time, the master of those servants came and settled accounts with them. And he who received the five talents came forward, bringing five talents more, saying, Master, you delivered to me five talents. Here I have made five talents more. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. And he also, who had the two talents, came forward, saying, Master, you delivered to me two talents. Here I have made two talents more. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. He also who had received the one talent came forward saying, Master, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you did not sow and gathering where you scattered no seed. So I was afraid and I went and hid your talent in the ground. Here you, ha here you have what is yours. But the master answered him, You wicked and slothful servant, you know that I reap where I have not sowed, and gather where I scatter no seed. Then you ought to have invested my money with the bankers, and at my coming I should have received what was my own interest, what was my own with interest. So take the talent from him, and give it to him who has the ten talents. For to everyone who has more, more will be, everyone who has will more be given, and he who will have an abundance. But from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. And cast the worthless servant into the outer darkness. In that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. This is the gospel of the Lord. Once upon a time, there was a boy named Byron. 
Now, Byron's parents were good Lutheran folk. They took him to church every Sunday, made sure he was in Sunday school. Byron loved reading his catechism and his Bible. Byron was a rare one. In the Bible one day, he read this verse, God has placed in the church, first of all, apostles, second prophets, third teachers, then miracles, then gifts of healing, of helping, of guidance, and of different kinds of tongues. 1 Corinthians 12.28 To make sense of it all, he went to his catechism to read about talents or gifts, abilities. Believers in Christ are given two kinds of gifts. The first is first article gifts, given when you are born. Natural abilities, perhaps physical attributes. Third article gifts are gifts that come from the second birth. They come through baptism and the work of the Holy Spirit. Faith, preaching, teaching, love, love of God, and doing good works. For the most part, Byron had been a boy who listened and did as he was told. He had never really thought about what his talents or gifts might be, but these verses had convinced him, God has given me gifts I need to find out what they are so I can use them to show the world the love of Jesus. Byron thought on this for a long time and figured the best way, or maybe the only way, at least for this point, was to try to find the things that his heart yearned to do, to see which way God was pulling him. The first thought that came to his mind was to try teaching. He was fond of holding school, teaching his stuffed animals everything he learned in school, so he asked his Sunday school teacher, may I teach the lesson to the kids on Sunday? Of course she agreed, and was happy to turn over David and Goliath to Byron. Byron came in, got all the kids lined up on the floor like his stuffed animals, began reading the Bible story. He acted out the parts that he could, asked questions, but most of the children were more preoccupied with their toys. Some were crawling away. Byron couldn't keep the little tot's attention. He couldn't keep them focused. At the end of class, he was disappointed. I really thought this was going to be the thing for me. I wanted to serve by teaching the younger children about Jesus. His teacher said, this, Byron, is the most important thing that we do. But maybe you aren't ready. Maybe there's something else you can do. Byron was excited about this. Yeah, sure, I can always try something different. He went home, spent some time thinking again, and decided that he would like to help with building and fixing things at the congregation. Our church's home needs maintenance and care. This is an important way to serve God. So the next Saturday, he came to church with his plastic tool set and his hard hat to help the trustees pour concrete. Unfortunately, there wasn't a lot for a little guy to do. The work was either hard, heavy, or complex. So complex that it was too complex for him. He spent most of the day just watching, waiting for an opportunity. It never really came. At the end of the day, he came up to the trustee and said, I didn't help much, did I? The trustee said, well, that's not your fault. 
Sometimes this kind of work is just a little bit too hard for a little guy. I appreciate your willingness to help, and maybe when you are a little bit bigger, Byron, you can help us better. Don't be sad. This isn't the only thing you can do. There's always something else. Yeah, I suppose there is. And Byron went home to think some more. Well, it came to him. Byron took piano lessons. <coughs> he really liked playing piano at home. Maybe he could play at church. He brought all his music books to church the next Sunday and asked the church before, asked the organist before church, can I play organ today? The church organist smiled and said, Byron, the liturgy and hymns are very important. They help us sing and make music to God. They help us worship Him and celebrate communion. I'm not sure you're ready. How long have you been playing? Three whole years. Well, that's great, Byron, and I want you to keep playing. But I think this music might be too hard for you. We make art, whether it's music or paintings or poetry or movement, and the art we make for God should be the highest gift that we can offer. Now, you can play a little for offering. You can play before service, but I need to play for service because that's my place to serve God in this way. I have special skills, and I can't let them go to waste, can I? No, I suppose not. Well, all right, buddy, let's, let's find something in your books you can play for offering, okay? <coughs> okay. I was really hoping this was going to be the place that I serve God. I know, Byron, but there are lots of places that you can serve God. Byron played his special recital song for church, I want to go to the zoo on Saturday. After church, he went home to think again. Maybe I'm thinking about this all wrong. What could I do both at church and also out in the world too? Byron thought that maybe being a leader was a good idea. So he tried being a leader in his Sunday school being a leader at his school at well as well. Being a leader isn't much fun. People don't listen. Sometimes they don't like you. Sometimes they make leading hard. Leading people can be a lot like trying to lead cats, Byron thought to himself. But he knew that it was important to lead. The world needs leaders, especially now. But boy, it is hard to lead sometimes. Leading made for a tough week at school. Byron went home Friday and he felt sad. I've been trying to listen to Scripture I know that God has given me first article gifts and third article gifts, but everything I try doesn't seem to work out, he told his mother. His mom took him to church on Sunday, just a bit early, so that he could talk to the pastor. The pastor asked him, I hear you're having a tough time. 
Pastor, I was reading my scriptures the other day, and God has placed in the church, first of all, apostles, second prophets, third teachers, then miracles, then gifts of healing, of helping, of guidance, and of different kinds of tongues. I've been trying to figure out what God wants me to do with my talents, but it never seems to work out. Everything I try fails. Maybe I don't have any gifts to offer God. Well, Byron. God knew you needed salvation, and he sent his one and only son to be a ransom for sin for you. God loves you so much and with such abandon that he gave up everything to redeem you and make you his forever. Do you understand this? Yes. Yes, Pastor, I understand that. Well, if God is going to lavish you with forgiveness and love in Jesus, why wouldn't he also lavish you with gifts and abilities as well. Do you think so? Byron asked, hopefully. Pastor replied, of course, of course. And I have to say, more than anything, God wants us to be proud and thankful for the gifts that he has given us. Not proud of ourselves, but boastful of his grace and mercy that he has lavished on us. I think it is God-pleasing that you are looking for ways in which you can apply your gifts and your abilities to serve the mission of Jesus, Byron. It makes me think that you are listening to what I am preaching week after week, and that fills me with joy. Do you understand, Byron? You have made my life better just by reading Scripture and asking questions of your life. Thank you. pastor was almost in tears. And they both sat there, looked at one another for a good period of time. Byron could see a man who loved the Lord. A man who just wanted to share the good news of forgiveness in Jesus Christ with the gifts that God had gave him. Byron had never considered that perhaps his talent, his gift... His ability was listening and reading. Maybe his gift and ability was believing. You know, Pastor, maybe this is what God wants me to do with my talents and abilities. Maybe so, Byron. Maybe so. And God has placed in the church, first of all, apostles, second prophets, third teachers, then miracles, then gifts of healing, of helping, of guidance, and of different kinds of tongues. 1 Corinthians 12, 28. Be like Brian. Be like Byron. 
Please use your talents to serve God. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord's blessings to you as we continue this kingdom work. And I love you all very much. And there's nothing you can do about it. Lord's blessings.